Welcome to the Restoration Church Weekly Podcast. As you listen, we pray that you are inspired by today's podcast to pursue your God-given calling to reach just one more. Thanks for listening. Well, good morning, church. Oh, that was a sad morning. Wow. Good morning, church. Hey, if this is your first time here, my name is Stephen Johnson. As Pastor Jeremy mentioned, I pastor our Bethlehem location, and I'm super excited to be here. Uh, Super excited to be here since it is our last day of this year. Only five people are excited, all right? (laughs) Only five people are excited, but uh, are you guys excited to, to finish this year off? Yeah, I'm pretty excited. I'm pretty excited to be here. Um, I'm excited for what God has put in my heart to preach uh, and teach to you guys today. If you can grab your Bibles, if you can grab your Bibles or your digital Bibles, go to Isaiah chapter 43, verses 18 and 19. Isaiah is in the Old Testament. Isaiah chapter 43, verse 18. And 19, it will be on the screen for us. But it reads, uh, it reads like this. Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I'm making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. This, just one, two verses in the Bible can preach for a whole year. It's, amen, yes. It is a simple and profound verses that the prophet Isaiah has written in the Bible. Former things, forget about the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I'm doing a new thing. Somebody shout, new thing. thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I'm making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. Today, I want to preach on this topic called Let Go Like Jesus. Everyone say, Let Go. Let go. Hey, you guys are good. I'm excited already. Let Go Like Jesus. Let Go Like Jesus. Since it is the last Sunday of this year and last day of this year, I, want, I wanted to preach something that, that, that will motivate us for the next year. So I want to preach on this topic and while I was starting to prepare this sermon, I found this, this article on, on the internet. How many of you know snakes shed their skins? A lot of people. A lot of people does not know snakes. All right, that's fine, that's fine. I knew snakes shed their skins. I've seen it a couple of times in my life. But I never knew why they did it. I never knew until, until I, was, I started uh, preparing the sermon. And one of the things that snakes shed their skins is because as they grow, as snakes grow, their skins get stretched. And there comes a point that their skins never grow as they grow. So they shed their skins to make room in their in their life to grow and, and, and go as, as on in their lives. In the same way, 
we, as believers and Christians, we got to let go and shed some things in our lives in order for us to see some growth in our lives. We need to learn to shed. We need to learn to shed our past in order for us to see or step into something new that God has for us. And that's what I want to preach to us this morning. Let go like Jesus. Somebody say, let go like Jesus. But we always, we have been living sometimes in our disappointments, in our regrets, in our shame, in our guilt. And we've been haunted by all those things in our lives. But today I want to declare, God is going to bring something new in our lives next year. Not only in your lives, in the church, in our, in our kids, in our families, God is going to bring something new next year. How many of you believe that? God is going to bring something new next year. Let's jump, jump into this verse. As I mentioned, I'm going to, I'm going to preach out of this two verses today. Forget the former things. Pause. That's my first point. Forget the former things. Forget it. You know, faith in our journey as we, as we live as a Christian, as a believer of the gospel in Christ, we often get defined by labels, you know, and things like that. But I want to say, God does not care about your status. He defines you by your faith in Christ Jesus. He defines you by your faith. He defines you by how much, how much you put to learn about His gospel. But too often we allow our past too often we allow our, our torments of, about the past, of the past, to dictate our today and tomorrows. Too often, when something comes in our lives, we think about the past, oh my gosh, I was still there. And we torment. And we take off the blessings that God has in the, in the present and in the future. But I want to, I want us to know that God wants us to let go of those things. God wants to let go of that, of that mindset, of that shift this morning. Forget about the former things. I'm not telling you to forget about everything that happened in your life. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying... When life puts you through situations, learn from it. Learn everything that you can and correct your present and your future. You know, we see a great example in the Bible, Jonah. He was told by God to preach a sermon of repentance in Nineveh. But he said, you know what? I don't care what God is speaking to me. I don't care. 
I just want to do my own thing. And sometimes you are like that, right? God, you can wait. I'll just do my own thing. I just want to do my own thing, you know? It's fine. But here's the thing. The more you hold on to things of the past, the more delayed your, your purpose in God will be. The more you hold on to your past, the more you hold on to your disappointments, the more you hold on to the abuses that you had in your life, the more delayed you will be to see God's hand upon your life. Because even though God wants to do things in your, in your life, you're holding on to things of the past. And today, Last day of this year, 2023, I want to let you know, let go, church. Let go. Let's not be the cause for God to delay our blessings. Let's not come in between our blessings. Because even though, as I said, God wants to bless us and, and do things for us, if we hold on to our Things in the past, we will be stuck in that place. Stuck in that place. If you're stuck in the failures and sins and disappointments of the past, you will never go forward in the new thing that God has for us. Are you listening, church? Forget about the former things. I don't know whom I'm speaking to today, but I know God has given this message for, to preach to somebody's heart today. God wants you to forget about the past. Don't drag it to 2024. Don't do it. Second thing, the verse it says, do not dwell on the past. Wow. First one was forget about the past. Now God is saying, do not dwell in the past. What, what does that mean? What does dwelling means? It means kind of like setting up a camp. Setting up a camp or a tent. Setting up a tent. Making, making things comfort. So when, when God is saying to us, do not dwell on the past, it means don't set up a tent in your past. Don't make, a, make your past a comfort place. Don't make it. God wants to bring you out of that comfort. God wants to bring you out of that place. Where you think it is your comfort place, but when God has another comfort place for you. Do not dwell in your past. You know, I wrote this down. Dwelling implies setting up camps, building a permanent residence in the hurts and disappointments. Today, God is challenging us to pack up your backs. Pack up your backs, pack up your hurts, pack up every discouragement that has been spoken over you, pack up all the labels that has been spoken over you, pack
Pack up everything that the world has put on you. Pack up all the weight of the past. Pack up all the weight of the sin. Pack it up. Because as we just sang this morning, His grace is enough to hold your life. Church, I said His grace is enough to hold your life. Pack up all your discouragements. Pack it up. This morning before we leave, we leave this, this building. Pack it up and put it right in this altar. Right in this altar. Because God does not want you to pack up all the junk, all, all the things that you went through in 2023 to 2024. He does not want, church. He does not want. Yes, you may have gone through things in your life. We all do. We all do. In some shape, form, we all do it. But I'm not going to set up my tent or, or I'm not going to make my, my negative, negativity or my space to drag it in 2024. Because the word says, do not dwell on to the past. I want to say this. This is an awesome story in the Bible. Joseph. Joseph in the Bible. Joseph faced significant, significant hardships in his life. Significant hardships in his life. He faced, he was sold by his brothers. Think about that. Think about that. His own family, his own brothers sold him to the slavery. But he never, we don't read in the Bible that he held bitterness in his life. He never, he never made that his comfort place. Even though his brothers betrayed him and sold him to the slavery. You know... In Genesis chapter 37, we read all those things. He was sold to the slavery. But when you read in chapter 39, it reads like this. But God was with Joseph. In chapter 37, he was sold to the slavery. But when it came after two chapters, in chapter 20, 39, it reads, God was with Joseph. I want to tell to you this morning that maybe your chapter of 2023 was disappointments. Or maybe you were sold to some, of, some kind of sin. Or some kind of, some kind of things in your life that you never intend to go through in your life. But let me tell you, God is writing a different chapter for you for in 2024. If you believe that God is writing a, writing a story, a new story, God will do it. God will do it. As you read in the scriptures, later on, he was made a ruler of Egypt. A ruler of Egypt where his brothers came to him. 
And even then, he never held bitterness in his life. Do not dwell in the past. Do not dwell in the past. Church, so important. So important. God wants to write a new story for you. God wants to do something unique, something profound, something fresh in our lives. Thirdly, God is doing a new thing. How many of you are excited God is doing a new thing? Believe it. Believe in your heart. Believe in, your, in yourself. That no matter what happens, or no matter what happened in you this past years, that God is able to do a new thing in your life. I wrote this down. I'm, I'm doing a th- new thing. Staying stuck in your past can keep us from the new thing God wants to do in your life. Do you listen to that? If you stay stuck in your past, that can keep you away from stepping, you stepping into your newness that God has for you. If you're still here, you know what, God, I've been through this. All my life I've been through this. All my life I've been abused. All my life nobody cared about. All my life I looked this way. All right. But do you believe that God wants to do something new for you? Doesn't matter what, how you looked. Doesn't matter who believed in you. Doesn't matter how much people care about you. It matters how God cares about you. It matters how much he loves you. And growing up, I was betrayed. I was rejected. People told me in my face that you will never succeed. My, my cousins, they never believed in me. My teachers, my school never believed in me. But one person believed in me, and his name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. And the same Jesus is what I'm preaching to you today. It does not matter is if anyone is on your side. It matters, though, if Jesus is on your side. And I believed God that he is going to make something new in my life a few, nine, ten years ago. And I gave my life to Christ. Until today, after nine, ten years of doing this ministry life, he yet to fail me, church. He yet to fail me. He always brings something new in my life. And I want to I wanna speak that over you. If you believe that God is going to do something new in your life, it does not matter if... if Evil, if enemy is trying to take you down, it does not matter. If you believe that God has a new thing planned for you, God will bring forth the resources in your life. Say amen, church. Amen. 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 
Fourth point I want to speak over is God is making a way in the wilderness. God is making a way in the wilderness. Wilderness. Wilderness always or most of the time often it represents brokenness. It often shows dryness in our lives or uncertainties, uncertain things. Wilderness always is a place where you don't know what's next. You don't know what's happening. You always read in the Bible, Israelites going into the wilderness or Jesus walking into the wilderness. It's a place of unknowns. It's a place of unknowns. You don't know what is happening. Maybe some of you right here today, the last day of this year, maybe you're standing here with that unknown factor in your life. Don't know what's, what's happening. The Bible says, I will make a way in the wilderness. Who? Who's going to make it? Not Stephen Johnson. I wish I had the powers. Shh. Let there be way. I wish I had the powers, but at the same time, I, I'm glad I don't have the powers. Because for me, sometimes it can be limited in my resources, but God is not limited in our thinking. God is not limited in, our re in any resources. God is not limited in what we have. God, is, God creates a unique ways for us and provides unique ways for us to walk and to break everything that is coming in our way to make a pathway in our wilderness. He makes a way in our brokenness. He makes a way in our, our thinking. He makes a way when we don't see a way. Maybe God never opened a single door in 2023 in your life. But are you still willing to put your faith, put your trust, put everything that you have and say, God, I don't see anything that is happening, but 2024 is going to be a new year in my life. If you believe it, God is going to do it. If you doubt it, if you doubt it in your heart, as you say, if you're stuck in that place, even though God wants to do it, you'll be stuck. Believe that God is going to do a pathway. God is going to give you, break everything for you and put a red carpet so that you can walk in. Walk into the newness that God has for us. He's going to make a way in the wilderness. I, I want to share this picture for a second. The picture of, of uh, the church with everyone. Look at this picture. This is our church in Bethlehem. This is our church in Bethlehem. 
I'm not, I'm not posting this so that I can boast about what I did. No, don't get me wrong, church. When we went, when we stepped down from Plymouth and went to Bethlehem, I never knew, I never knew that something like this would happen. I never knew, church. We just went. Yes, I was in, in my heart, like there was a factor of fear and there was a lot of things, but still, we just went. And the words that I've heard is like, oh my gosh, it's, it's way up north. I don't know what, I don't know if this is going to grow. I don't know if that's, that's going to happen. I don't know, man. You know, even the locals, local pastors and things like that. You know, I was like, all right, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just going with faith and believing what God has for us. What was a wasteland in Bethlehem, New Hampshire became a place of hope for these people. Became a hope for these people. Church, you may not, not see it when it's in the beginning stage of what God is doing. But let me tell you, if you perceive it, if you put your faith and trust Jesus, he will bring forth the life that only He can bring through His resources, not mine, not Pastor Nate's, not restoration. But what God can do, no man can shut. What in man's view is impossible, God's view it is possible, church. So I want to speak into your life what you may see impossible today, God can make it possible to you next year. If you trust Him. My last point. My last point, He makes streams in the wasteland. Streams in the wasteland. Wasteland always represents unproductive or junk, a dead situation. Wasteland, right? Nobody, nobody does anything with the waste. Do you guys do something with the waste? Maybe put it in the plants, I don't know. But usually nobody does it. It's like uh, junk. Wasteland represents dead situations in our lives. Dead areas, unproductiveness. But here, it says streams in the wasteland, which means he's, God, God is not just going to sprinkle some water and make it fresh. No, 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 no. He's going to provide a stream. What does that mean? It's an overflow. It's an overflow. Every dead situation in your life today, He wants to bring life forth. He wants to bring a life life abundance in your in your life every unproductiveness be gone I want to illustrate something for you this morning as they're setting up as they're setting up every wasteland I don't know what all areas that you may have dryness or death situations but today if you believe it, wow, if you believe it, 
God can do the impossible for you. Imagine, all right? Imagine with me. This is, this is 2024. All right? This is 2024. Imagine this is all the years that you lived. And at the current situation, like 2023, God is making a way in the wasteland for you. God is making a way, streams of overflow in your life. One more step. God wants to do something unique for you 2024. But, listen to me. If you're still holding on to all the past in your life, all the years that you lived, and even 2023, and if God wants to do something in 2024 for you, you're not able to do you're not able to climb both ways because you're holding something about the past, but God wants to do something in the future. So whatever you don't let go today in your past, about your past, off your past, you're not going to fulfill everything that God has for you in your future because you're still holding on and trying to, trying to climb up. I'm not going to try climbing up. But are you getting my point, church? If you still hold on to the things about your past, maybe you're abused, maybe your upbringing was not right, maybe you didn't grow up in a Christian family, but, but I, don't, I don't know where your situation is today, right here today. But I want to tell you, let go. God wants to do something unique in your life where you can hold on and climb up to the place where God wants you to fulfill your promise and purpose. Church, today, I want to leave you with this. Let go of everything that is holding you. Let go of everything that is holding you. That might be my mic. Let go of everything that is holding you. Check. But if you hold on to things, If you hold on to things in your life, you will miss the streams of living water in your life. If you hold on and, and give God excuses in your life, church, you will miss it. With every eyes closed, if you can stand to your feet, if you can stand to your feet. I wanna pray this prayer as this is our last Sunday of this year and last day last day of this year let go of everything that is haunting you let go church as pastor Jeremy mentioned in while he was leading worship this altar is open if you can sing that song right the grace holds me bound. If you can sing that song, let go. He wants to break every chain in our lives. He wants to break every addiction in our lives.
He wants to be, He wants to make you free this morning. He wants to, He wants us to experience that freedom. He wants us to lay down everything that you went through this year. Learn from it. Learn, learn, learn. But never carry it over for the next year. He wants to do something brand new. Heavenly Father, we thank you, God. We thank you that you're doing something new this morning. God, as this is this last day of this year, I pray, Heavenly Father, that we will not carry any traps from the enemies, any any thoughts, any anything that that the enemy has been creeping into our lives, God. I pray that at every location that is watching us today, that they will they will experience your grace, God. They'll have your grace to hold their lives. God, I pray that help us to lay down in this altar today and finish this year stronger than ever before, God. We love you. We honor you today. Let every chance be broken in the name of Jesus. We love you. We magnify your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Come on, let's give God a hand clap of praise and sing.